bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews Hi, and welcome to another episode of Spoiler Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen, and we are here to talk about a movie you've either seen, don't ever plan on seeing, or just don't give a fuck about us spoiling, because we spoils the movie. Um, and today is no exception. Uh, we will be talking about the Sony Pictures Marvel kind of-ish venom <laughs> venom movie with no spider-man with no spider-man now with 100 percent less spider-man uh, yes a thousand percent less spider-man free um but yeah you can uh you can um we'll, we'll talk about that but first we got to talk about the trailers uh we didn't get any comments on any reviews uh apparently none of you watched napoli ever after if you did you didn't care what we thought about it and that's fine we're fine we're cool with that we know that was a netflix pick that yeah. review was mostly for us yeah mostly for me because i was like i won't talk about my hair um so uh we also have spoiler reviews on the uh a free feed now but it's it's gonna always be kind of behind so premium people if you want to hear reviews when the movies come out you'll still need to be premium yep you'll get them um, first here but you know if you want to go leave us a review over there a five-star review we love those please do uh just look the black guy who tips spoiled movie reviews it's all up in there and uh mighty florist uh left us a five-star reviews uh review it says five stars uh rod and karen are the hardest working people in the podcast game thank you very much mighty floors thank you they ain't got to be long y'all that review was very helpful and i just clicked helpful thank you um all right let's get into these trailers okay there were see the thing is we haven't been to the movies in a while probably about three four weeks now yeah because nothing really came out that i was like i got to go see that yeah like in a theater i feel like the last one we saw was peppermint and that was about a month ago ah okay so we got this i'm kind of glad for it we got to see some new trailers we did and uh i was surprised by the, the lack of halloween trailers in this movie right i feel like movie theaters didn't really or movie companies must not have known what they really wanted here because i feel like venom is a scary enough idea that people might want to go see halloween movies and stuff and scary movies if they want to see this but instead we got a lot of like kind of comic booky movies and stuff right like they go with venom comic book let's just link all our comic book shit here yeah a lot of action in comic books so let's get into this uh i saw the trailer for glass uh glass apparently is the third in a series of m night Shyamalan not really superhero kind of superhero movies uh i think the first one was the sick was uh was it the sixth sense maybe or the i can't remember what the the first one was uh it was the one with bruce willis having powers i'm um, trying to remember i think i seen did i see glass i seen one of them because one of the ones no you didn't Netflix. see glass glass is the movie that's coming out not next. glass but didn't samuel jackson play a character like a and i remember seeing the movie on netflix because is, isn't this a continuation from another movie yes so that's what i was getting to 
um unbreakable was the first movie okay uh so with bruce willis and uh, sam jackson yeah i seen that movie on netflix years ago the second one was split i didn't see that one i didn't see it yet either i, I really do want to see it though i heard good things me too and, uh and I, I just did it didn't look interesting in the trailer to me but i you know it's m night Shyamalan, so it's a twist to it and apparently he got this twist right you know he's he's had a bunch of misses for me yes and uh but this is an original property by him and apparently he's nailing it and so so much so that he's getting a sequel and the sequel is this glass movie mm. um and so yeah I, I mean just the fact that he got these three actors to play uh the roles made me interested i thought this trailer was excellent so it was uh i'm gonna go see i'm gonna find a way to see split soon and then uh i'll probably go be in the theater to see glass because it, it looks good uh number two dark phoenix uh dark phoenix is the x-men movie based on uh the dark phoenix it used to be called x-men dark phoenix now it's just dark phoenix with yeah. the x with a circle at the end mm-hmm uh marvel was like no no what you will not do is this i don't think marvel took it off i just think um they changed the name for like unrelated reasons i don't ah. think marvel hasn't really officially taken over just yet mm-hmm. so i don't think marvel has anything to do with the decisions that are happening right now for this movie oh this is just a decision that they made yeah, yeah i don't sense. think i don't think it has any i don't think there's any tie-in really to what marvel's gonna do because marvel hasn't mm-hmm. really taken over the reins and you know they've been quoted a few times as saying like we will let them release those other two movies however they want right right because yeah yeah because that's that's it's not our property anyway what'd you think about the trailer it looked interesting i told you i like sounds from game of thrones i really like that actress i don't think she did a terrible job in the previous movie like i really liked her in that role it's gonna be interesting to see uh what they do and how it plays out yeah it's weird because among my friends i know that i'm the only one that actually likes the x-men movies and goes up for them and doesn't i'm not i don't have nearly as stringent of standards and i stopped worrying about what they could have been a long time ago right um so i can still turn off the part of my brain that analyzes everything and enjoy those movies i can't always do that with every movie for some reason i can do it with x-men movies because maybe i grew up with those and i've always wanted to see their powers on screen and all that stuff anyway the first trailer i saw for this looked terrible to me i I hated it i was just like god another one of these fucking movies what are they doing um but this uh this trailer was a little more remixed and i saw that first one online not in the theater Mm. and um i like this trailer this trailer actually looked really good so we'll see what it's actually going to turn out to be but i liked it um you know i i i figure the movie will still probably be terrible and and uh, i'll like it even despite that so uh creed 2 has a new trailer out what'd you think oh i'm in no matter what they say with that yeah that trailer looked good too um and this one they really drove home the idea that he's gonna be fighting the dude that killed his daddy so mm-hmm. uh bumblebee new trailer i think we've already talked about it correct uh shazam uh this is my first time seeing shazam yeah oh wait no we haven't talked about the bumblebee new trailer have we have we i don't remember anyway they had some cybertron shit in it yes they did so i was right because a long time ago i I can't remember it was on nerd off on here but i said in this one all they really got to do to get me back in the theater is since it's a prequel show me some shit that's happening on cybertron and maybe you have a chance to actually go back and do things the right way in a way that michael bay never would 
and um yeah they had them g1 transformers like optimus prime is a truck um like it like bumblebee's a volkswagen they had fights on cybertron soundwave was there um like it, it was amazing looking so i'm all the way into that you know what uh the more and more we get closer to it the better the trailers get because that when they initially showed it i was like oh i'm not gonna see that bullshit but now i'm like you know what it might not be that bad it's a better trailer i mean and then i know they do this every time with transformers movies so you know i understand that the shit might not be great Mm, but i also don't give a fuck Mm -mm. um because it looked like them my childhood transformers uh shazam uh i've seen the trailer online i think this is my first time seeing it in person what do you think this is my first time seeing the trailer all together because i've heard people talk about it i actually enjoyed it uh i might be wrong but isn't this the one they said it was gonna get the rock to do but then just decided uh that's another movie the rock was supposed to play black is gonna play black i adam for dc shazam's enemy is normally black i adam so people were like oh he'll probably be in this movie but uh, it's not supposed to be okay 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 because i don't know i'm thinking his name was in circulation around somewhere um it's gonna be interesting it looked like it's gonna be funny but we will see uh how it plays out yeah um i love the idea of dc trying to be funny right you know kind of on some teen titans movie shit you know like the idea of hiring an actor who can do comedic acting um to play an adult version of a kid is cool to me mm-hmm. you know um and shazam's kind of a hokey character anyway so i don't know i'm willing to give it a shot i mean hopefully it's actually funny um and i wasn't that big of shazam fan in the comic books or anything and i don't think anybody really is so hopefully people don't because yeah, i don't know that much about them yeah i don't think a lot of people do and hopefully people don't make too big a deal about the shit you know like finally uh starting to work with properties that people don't care so much about which should give them some leeway to have fun right right because oh my gosh they lean so fucking heavily on batman batman is like they fucking number one property followed by superman you like hey y'all know y'all got other a bunch of other shit out here that don't nobody know nothing about that y'all can kind of do like guardians of the galaxy and make that shit pop and people go oh that's my shit when four years ago people wouldn't have known who it was yeah when i saw um when i saw the like comedy elements of this um it was telling because the only time i really was like oh i don't know was when they showed a batarang and a superman a newspaper in this to let us know like oh it's in the shared universe with dc and i was immediately kind of like oh those movies are like kind of sad and down and here's a movie that's kind of plucky and fun and i hope they keep the vibe that's in that trailer for the whole movie i'm willing to watch that and hopefully it's not too long you know right they should do more silly shit with that universe everything doesn't have to be life or death right and on top of that i think that uh maybe it's just me but similar to guardians of the galaxy when we got introduced to them you didn't really get no long intros they just jumped in and then as the movie as the series progressed and the movies progressed you know you got some background stories and shit like that like i hope they don't do this where we're gonna go through a long intro a history nobody cares about that bullshit and that's one reason why i'm glad they're not doing like a batman or superman because every time they redo it they act like nobody knows what the fuck these people are like y'all haven't told this story a zillion times skip that shit right um the girl in the spider's web has a new trailer uh 
I, I really kind of want to see this movie um this trailer actually had a whole lot of action in it it did and that's what was missing from the first because the first trailer was kind of like and i know they want to capitalize on like the me too movement and feminism and shit and i understand that's a big heavy theme in the comics but it was like too much with that first dude where she like strings him up and is like here's your wife i'm gonna give your wife all your money and your mistresses and leave like this one was like her running from the police her fighting motherfuckers hand to hand her on a motorcycle driving over an ice lake like that shit looked good now that i'll watch you know correct anyway what'd you think uh i'm still undecided i don't know um like i said it's gonna be interesting to see what they do now why'd you say correct if you was undecided huh i i'm because it's one of the things where i mean correct as far as i i see how you came to that conclusion uh but as far as me i'm not really sure i don't know why it looks good but it just depends i, I hope was it, it's coming out soon so i don't think we're gonna get another cut but yeah this one had more action in it than the other one yeah i'm into this universe i need to go back and watch the other one because i watched the original joint the first one and not the whole trilogy so i think some of the things could still surprise me but uh i kind of like that idea of this avenging angel who uh attacks these abusive men and shit great uh there was a new trailer for into the spider verse where you got spider gwen and fucking spider pig or some shit and uh uh, what'd you think about this trailer oh i've been i've been in since the first time i seen that one uh what a year two years ago however long because they've been pumping this for a while um i think it's beautiful i think that uh hopefully they'll do it which i think they'll do it justice so i'm in for this one i want to go see this one yeah i'm actually a little disappointed in this trailer and uh-huh. i hate to say it but the original trailer for it kind of made it seem like we were going to get the miles morales story and right. i was really excited about that but now that it's kind of everybody's story like even a fucking spider pig right. and it's the it's literally the spider-verse kind of story from the comic books i'm a little less enthusiastic about it because like oh Mar- so miles will just be like he might get a little more played in the other characters but he's now like in a cast of characters that's the only way they can really think to make this movie um what i do like is the ambition of them saying these fans can handle these more comic booky ideas like multiverse theory is a comic booky idea yes it is um and stuff like this has been making its way into the mainstream for a while now but some of the bigger franchises have kind of sheared stayed away from it shot away from it which i don't blame them i understand they were scared but i feel like we're ready and i think you can trust the fans to be like they can understand the more than one universe theory yes they can you know um and you know some some comic book franchises probably could have used something like this to really change and start shit over that's what they do in comic books all the time but uh the movies they don't really seem to do that as much Mm -mm. so hopefully um you know hopefully people you know this is a sign of the the future that you know they're not going to hold back on some of the more comic book shit but yeah in general little disappointed um i i I can see that because yes i thought it was going to be more about him too but like you said this looks like it's going to be a little bit about everybody and we work together as a team and you find out who you are and yeah right um so uh number eight captain marvel um i mean what do you think i mean it's captain marvel i mean this is my first time 
seen it on i think might be yours too on the theater screen mm-hmm. and it actually looked beautiful and uh we was 3d and i'm gonna see that bitch in 3d because that shit popped mm-hmm. um yeah it, it looked amazing it looked and then 3d beautiful. It, like there was definitely the headliner because all the other trailers in 2d and then it was like that special announcement like and now right put your glasses on for the main event (laughs) to take you into a world of 3d fantasy and adventure right and it was like this shit was actually shot in 3d so everything jumps out like it's supposed to yeah so i I thought that it was good so i mean that one's a no-brainer all right i can't wait till march Mm -hmm. gotta see how they're gonna save the other people all right let's get into our review for venom the uh sony pictures kind of marvelish tie into maybe not but could possibly be (laughs) spider-man who knows we just came to to enjoy the songs and the- I got a song filled with shit for the strong willed when the world gives you a raw deal set you off till you scream piss off screw you when it talks to you like you don't belong it tells you you're in the wrong field when something's in your mitochondrial cause it lasts on to you like Knock, knock, let the devil in, malevolent as I've ever been. Head is spinning, this medicine screaming, lick, 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 medicine. It lick, lick, like a solid ball. Let your Allen Paul bedridden should have been dead a long time ago. Liquid Tylenol, gelatin, sleek my skeleton's melting. Wicked, I get all high when I think I smell the scent of elephant. Manure, hell, I'm in Kahlua, screw it to hell with it. I went through hell with accelerants and blew up m- m- myself again. Volkswagen, tailspin. That's right, guys. Time to review Venom. You hype yet? <laughs> All right. Get excited. Uh, so, spoiler movie reviews talk about what we liked about the movie, what we didn't like about the movie, and then we score it from zero to five. Um, and this movie is starring Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock slash Venom and Wying, or Wayne, I guess, as uh, uh, Michelle, I mean, Michelle Williams as Ann Wayne, and uh, not, not a lot else. Uh, jenny slate's in here is dr doris girth uh riz ahmed is in here carlton drake uh i'll say this you know we spoil shit so don't be mad but carnage is in this played by woody harrelson mm-hmm. shows up at the very end as cletus cassidy um which uh you know for people that are excited about this franchise i'm sure they'll be excited about that development i can't think of a better casting for somebody to play Cletus cassidy he always reminded me of woody harrelson and it's funny because woody harrelson in natural born killers felt like an inspiration for carnage Mm. so you know it's kind of a dream casting there um at any rate uh let's get into it uh the the plot is uh, when Eddie Brock acquires the powers of a symbiote, <laughs> which is supposed to be pronounced symbiote. Oh, well, that's, like, that's how everybody else says it. In the movie, they say symbiote. Everyone. Oh. The comic book says symbiote. I don't know. Did they not? If you Google it, the right to to say it properly. <laughs> that's not. That's not a thing that exists. The right to say it properly is not a thing. Okay. Well, then they why just, else they just you... fucked it up? Oh. Why? Did, why was Angle White Boy Karen in event in uh? avatar because fuck that nigga because it's because m night Shyamalan ain't give a fuck right. that's why uh anyway he gets the powers of a symbiote and or symbiote i keep forgetting in this movie a symbiote and uh he will have to release his alter ego venom to save his life karen 
give me something you liked about this movie i really really loved the fight scenes uh it was actually very comical and it reminded me especially when he first started doing it reminded me a lot of upgrade Mm -hmm. i had a ball watching him interact and try to figure out what's happening and what's going on and being scared i was i'm not trying to be funny y'all i was sometimes i bust out laughing loud i had a ball and the the fight was very fast paced and i loved the way that they used uh venom in a way that i've never seen them used before as somebody that doesn't read the comic books and also truth be told i mean i know this movie is venom but they actually utilized more of venom than they did in that terrible spider-man movie and so i really so you really got to see some of the things that he could do and it was fun it was really really fun for me Mm-hmm. um here's a clip of him doing some fighting although you can't see it but here's the audio version hey eddie who the hell is this guy i'm gonna need mr drake's property back oh what are you doing i'm putting my hands up take him down um yeah so i'm gonna kind of piggyback off of what you said you said the act you like the action Mm -hmm. and it definitely reminded me of upgrade i think when we did upgrade this year i said that dude actually reminded me of tom hardy so Mm -hmm. uh you know now it's like the real thing right um at any rate um the thing i would add is that it was funny yes it was very funny like the venom symbiote uh talking to him was uh it had some good comedic timing and moments um i think um his reactions i didn't tom hardy really bought into cooning it up yeah he, he was all in like he went there with all of the cooning like all the scenes that require him to look stupid and ridiculous he just went ahead and did them um and he kind of plays kind of a stupid he's like a smart stupid guy you know at the same time um so i kind of like that he was committed to the character and that the um comedy elements of it he really tried to uh he really went with all of them um anything else oh yes i love the motorcycle action scene Mm -hmm. um it was they had this thing where him and uh venom was like on a motorcycle escaping and it had the coolest special effects uh with the motorcycle and utilizing the motorcycle and going through the street and uh and uh, piggyback on what i said before you could actually see a lot of shit that venom could actually do like they actually i really love the fact that they say this is venom regardless of what you think we're gonna show you what venom can do and i appreciate that i versus what i thought i was gonna get was some bullshit you know once the action starts it's really uh, like the action is really well done once it starts and i know there'll probably be people that complain about maybe cgi or something but i'm on the record here saying i don't really know 
too much about what bad cgi versus good cgi cgi looks like when i'm watching a movie um if you say it's bad it's bad but i couldn't tell to be honest uh during some of the earlier scenes oh go ahead i'm sorry i didn't mean cut you off Oh no problem and so i really enjoyed like it was this time where uh they were actually uh trying to get away and um venom actually uh hit a pole or something and like turned around on the corner and had him skidding and and like shit was crashing into each other he you know basically was just like a shield and i really uh i enjoyed that a lot yeah um a thing i enjoyed was the post-credit scene in this joint um seeing uh woody harrelson with the red cletus cassidy uh hair uh was actually kind of cool um and um it like it actually like i I was kind of like well maybe this movie is just a one-off and because it might not make that much money i don't know i heard it's it's getting really bad reviews and stuff so i was like all right maybe we won't this will be the end but i it that was the one thing that made me be like oh i will come back and watch more of this you know cletus cassidy like woody harrelson versus tom hardy like that could actually be kind of fun um anything else yes i actually enjoyed the actual the relationship between tom hardy and venom like their Mm. their bond you know i actually enjoyed that a lot i actually enjoyed their interaction them speaking to each other you know them actually understanding that they actually needed each other you know um also you know i think that uh him being a host and you know you can kind of tell he was kind of weighing venom down you know and, and it was just uh uh even though it was corny but you know everything is corny you know in the comic book world i really appreciate them showing their relationship and if they have another one i hope they go deeper into their relationship like venom begins to share more of himself and his history and who he is with tom hardy yeah they really simplified the whole origin and relationship thing but Mm -hmm. it kind of works in a movie setting especially when you don't have spider-man like the big glaring hole in this movie is you're not gonna have Mm spider-man and so how do you even come up with motivations how do you make this guy a hero slash anti-hero um so i think they did a pretty good job establishing that uh sans spider-man i think nerds won't be able to look past it but you know i'm a nerd and i'm looking past it i'm fine with that um i would say another thing i enjoyed was the plot of giving him like some bad guys to fuck up that we essentially don't feel too bad about right uh because it's very difficult you know and the morality of the character venom is kind of difficult when you don't have a spider-man like venom sees himself as the hero this was not that this was um tom hardy trying to escape and survive and dealing with this scientific madman and the police and being hunted and all this stuff so it was a different type of feel as opposed to him going out and stopping crime and avenging justice and ultimately in this hour and 53 minutes you end up with an origin film essentially um because by the end it feels like oh now he's gonna go out and stop crimes or avenge you know fight fight for the innocent and protect them but you know attack other people so i think that was um you know it was a long way to go to get there but i kind of enjoyed the, the that part like the creativity of how they came up with his morality yes and something else i did like and i wish more movies did this start the thursday night movies at five because i love getting out at seven that has nothing to do with the movies necessarily but yes i agree i think that is cool was there anything <laughs> was there anything with the movie 
more good that did you have to say uh, i'm i'm out okay all right i'm trying to think is there anything else uh hmm i don't know i feel like i'm missing something but maybe i'll come up with it when i'm thinking about my negatives um so was there anything you didn't like about the movie yes uh we got 3d that shit wasn't in 3d yeah it was barely in 3d right it, it was that aftermarket we just gonna bend the screen 3d versus when we saw captain marvel that shit was actually in fucking the, the 3d trailer. the trailer that shit was in 3d because she crashed and like the whole blockbuster building almost popped you in your eyeball and i was looking at this and i was like oh uh don't so don't go by it in 3d y'all and you would think that venom would make a pretty good 3d movie with all the tentacles and action coming right at the camera but they didn't really do much with that probably because they didn't want to invest the extra money they probably would take to shoot it in 3d or or do some form of aftermarket because they didn't even do the the typical aftermarket shit it was like nope uh you're paying for regular d uh for 2d but we're gonna charge a little bit more for 3d because we can yeah it was i saw it i felt it it was in there but it just wasn't a lot Mm -hmm. and they use it in some scenes like you could tell with this aftermarket because they would use it in scenes like they're sitting at a bar at a table and they fucking make the table where him and his girlfriend are talking 3d like sit out from the background of everybody else and it's like that's what y'all spent the money on like right i thought you were gonna spend it on like a fucking tentacle throwing a fucking chair at the screen come on <laughs> uh but and no flying through the air and shit that'd have been really neat to see the car chase not the car chase the motorcycle chase would have been wonderful shot in 3d uh and i and i did see some of it in there but it's just not a lot um okay things i did a thing i didn't like um venom uh had a horrible bad guy problem resume ain't it like i know he was supposed to be like this evil scientist that didn't care about people oh that's the other dude okay yeah okay and he ends up getting taken over by riot which is another symbiote that they end up fighting to at the end of the movie mm-hmm. but between resumes like kind of i don't know it's like he didn't have any charisma on the screen good or bad you know i think he was supposed to be playing when he's like tech billionaire like like we're supposed to look at him the way we look at elon musk and be like he's rich so he's evil but he just never he just had more of a creepy vibe to him and mm-hmm. when he started being cold about like we're just gonna kill these people and shit it, it was kind of ridiculous um and then when he becomes riot at the end because apparently he's one of the few people on the earth that can handle a symbiote without a die killing him which mm-hmm. they never really explain why mm-hmm. what like who can handle it and who can't they don't really explain but um he ends up fighting venom at the end and um that special effects for that fight i just didn't like the colors because you have venom who's black jet black they're fighting in the middle of the night and then uh riot looked like he was black with maybe some some blue on him like dark blue or something or red or something but it like wasn't a lot of color so you basically like two big ink blobs fighting each other and they made for a horrible boss fight for me i like legitimately i was i was just like this is terrible what are y'all doing so um i was not a fan of just that whole the big bad in this movie which is a huge problem for a movie that you know because you know typically the big bad would be because from venice perspective spider-man so you have a huge hole in this movie where it's like you couldn't come up with anything to replace a spider-man which is which sucks because they actually have the the rights to other 
people they have the rights to silver sable they have the rights to black cat they have the rights to some other properties in this universe and maybe they could have inserted one of those good guys quote unquote and instead we got we got this shit yeah and also something for me too that i did not like about that dude that turn wasn't dramatic you know because mm-hmm. I, I think if you'd have got a better actor mm-hmm. when they when when that turn came because that's that's the role you got to almost sell Mm-hmm. And it's almost like there was no change in his tone. There was no change in his body language. Like that, that he he just played that a, a one flat note. Mm-hmm. And I think that that actually, like you said, took away from it altogether. And and for me to piggyback on what you were saying, what I did not like was the graphics. Like 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 some of the graphics, and particularly in that fight. Yes, it did look like two uh, yeah. blobs of jello that y'all smashed together trying to separate because like for you me you couldn't even tell who was winning for me right for me i saw uh the other dude not venom but um who the other who he was he fighting riot riot he looked orangey to me yeah like black and orange or something right, it right. Just, and, they both but but he was mostly black you see what i'm saying right like right. he should have been mostly another color that we would have been like okay you can tell who's winning from the color change right and and that boils down to I don't know in movies when you shoot and shit at night, mm-hmm. you actually need to do stuff to contrast and make shit pop that you want to stand out for your audience's eyes. And I think that they did a bad job at that. And then some of the things with even Venom sometimes, uh, when particularly when uh, he was at like his old place of work and they was like throwing the bombs and the grenades and shit at him. That was really cool. But there was some of that fight stuff where it moved too fast. Things was going by too fast. You go, oh, y'all doing this this quick cut shit versus actually showing us what Venom can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was yeah not a fan of the uh, of um, of the the just the, the entire fight at the end. Um, uh, was there anything before I go to my next one? Oh, oh that was it for okay okay oh, yeah. you okay because you say you're piggyback i just want to make sure i wasn't yeah cutting off. yeah just you go, go ahead um i did not like the relationship with him and and wine that's all way that was my next one him and the girlfriend mm-hmm. no chemistry at all it for was me terrible um i didn't understand her role in the movie like she literally loses her job for this nigga and he and they were supposed to be like fiance or whatever but he apparently is a self-destructive asshole he literally stole her past like stole information from her laptop and then use it to go ambush this dude at the, at the interview i'll play the interview i've always believed uh-huh. that space exploration is crucial in our quest to cure everything that ails us here on earth so I have to ask, how does that work? You know, the, exactly the Life Foundation thing. How does it, how does it, uh, I don't know, how does it go about, say, testing pharmaceuticals? Eddie, we're talking about the rocket here. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about the allegations. It says that you recruit the most vulnerable of us to volunteer for tests mm. that more often than not end up killing people. Uh, Eddie, oh, the they never got we to done. out. Thank you very yeah. much. We're not finished. Yes, you are, Mr. Brock. Is that a threat? Have a nice life yes and like so there you see several things one resume no charisma good Mm -hmm. or bad Mm -hmm. that was supposed to be a scene where he like drops his 
his his guard and like you finally see he's actually evil and he, he uses- has no range i don't know who that actor was i don't know if they told him to do that right because i think we may have seen him in some other stuff if i'm not mistaken but mm-hmm. he was just a flat one note like that that sound that that tone right there was when he was okay evil and when he went evil evil there was no change no change so that was terrible the other part is you know this dude is you know violating the trust of the woman that he supposedly loves with this information he stole from her and he has no foresight like obviously everyone's gonna know where he got this information from he gets her fired he gets fired because he was supposed to do a puff piece interview with the guy and um he's i guess playing like almost like a digital journalist he's supposed to be like a investigative journalist which they show through a montage of just several short clips of him just being different places like well i guess the city doesn't care about the homeless duh you know uh, well if they gave a damn they'd stop climate change back to you you know and so we're supposed to feel like he's like a famous journalist and shit which uh i'll get to that at my at the end um but yeah so the whole idea of him being this super smart dude that couldn't see that violating his and he's mr morals right i'm taking down these amoral assholes and these companies and these people well what's more amoral than stealing your girlfriend's information confidential information from her job to the without informing her to then go and throw her job in jeopardy so you can stunt on the guy for a 45 second interview that's just gonna make you look like a nut correct like i just didn't understand the morality and like i said the here's the relationship are you gonna behave yourself tomorrow no i'm gonna do my job that's what i'm gonna do i, I can't you know and not do my job but we don't want to repeat repeat of the daily globe incident ow really baby you were run out of new york i, I want you run out of san francisco no i still have currency in new york i was going places i wasn't running i was mm-hmm. going places i moved to san francisco for you yeah. you are my home that is the least amount i I cannot believe anything about them possibly doing anything sexual or romantic Mm -mm. the entire movie it was so dry no chemistry like toast with no jelly dry i was like what the hell is this yeah like i i just did not was not a fan um anything else Mm, that's it because her girlfriend was the last one i I did not care for that oh and her boyfriend was pointless too mm-hmm. the, the dan doctor. the doctor yeah he was just there to be like i took him to get an mri um and then they also didn't drive home the idea of like he ruined i mean like i did like okay i did like i forgot to mention this this is the thing i said i meant to mention a while ago i did like how they threw it in his face when he tried to beg it like i'm the victim and his girlfriend his fiance ex-fiance was like you did this you did like you stole this information you lost got my job gone all this shit you did this and apparently he never apologized so it like and he was blaming other people for the shit he caused so i did like the idea of everybody being like nah nigga you on some bullshit this is you so that was mm-hmm. cool um so he's not necessarily the goodest of guys right um but i think the comic book origin of him working for the daily planet and 
getting obsessed with uh peter parker and J. jonah jameson and uh spider-man i like that better as a as an origin story it gives him more of a like concrete like oh this guy decided that he hates spider-man and and gonna take him down because he he's one of these people that blames everybody for his own shit right well because he's not playing the venom the villain to a good guy mm. they had to soften this character to make it seem like he's a nice guy that's just a little you know a little conflicted you know even his apology was bullshit in the car where it's like i apologize for all the things if i've ever done anything to you and i'm like no apologize for specifically what you did you stole her password and got her fired from her job like this ain't rocket science dog it's one thing you did that you didn't apologize for so i don't know it just felt kind of like they play either that shit for fun or they just because there's no spider-man who bases morality off of you basically end up with a pointless character uh because the spider-man like you know my like most you know like a lot of the best comic book villains they're basing their morality off of a good guy right and so a lot of the best comic book villains are normally like some level of um some level of like a response to the good guy Mm -hmm. and we didn't get that here so um i did not you know i did i like that he that they addressed that he had some loose morals i don't like that ultimately his morality was just kind of bouncing around because there's nothing to there's nothing to ground him um and and, and his new job was trash to me like the job that of him working at the paper for the daily bugle and getting mad i understood that this idea of him just kind of working for like some media conglomerate where he just goes on the scene and films live reports as an investigative journalist whenever he wants and stuff um that kind of was a weird job for him and i think we're supposed to get like this he's really like passionate about the innocent people that get hurt but i don't think he really conveyed that um and they should have done better clips because they only had one clip and that one clip that had like some where he was giving like his moral opinion was the one where he said uh the body was found in a landfill and they say the cause of death is still unknown but maybe it's gotta be uh but it has to be foul play because the body was found in a landfill but the city must not care about the people if they let that happen i'm like the fuck does that mean like how does that mean the city doesn't care how does that mean like they just wanted to make it seem like he had this like he cares about the homeless at one point he loses his job and gives a homeless woman twenty dollars for a free newspaper to show us like look how kind he is and i'm just like how does thing gonna pay rent now when he get all them overdue notices when he get to the house i'm like that's your fault like you had the money you had the money oh and also uh sorry to piggyback on something that i like i actually like the way that the semi-yachts transferred from person to person Mm i actually kind of like that how a lot of it came through touch yeah that's another thing i actually did not like Ah. because in the comic books it's just like you just can't get a like semi-eyes don't kill everybody they touch number one ah okay so already the experiments they were doing was kind of okay 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 so from that perspective but i'm talking from like a non-comic book person but so so i did like the way that it transferred yeah i'm not trying to take away your okay you just made me think we in the not like section you made me go back to something else okay see i didn't know that that information makes a big difference so um um, not to get off topic but how, how how do they pick a host 
well they don't that's the thing they don't they're attracted to powerful people but they don't kill people you like some mm. like you can even get addicted to the power of them and all kinds of, there's been different versions in the story but essentially like eddie brock has a powerful egomaniac personality that may and in his strong sense of justice his symbiote was like attracted to him for that and also because he hated spider-man and the symbiote hated spider-man because it actually bonded with spider-man first but peter realized it was trying to take him over he got rid of it and it was changing him and shit so eddie brock who hates spider-man it immediately went to him and he's like and they both was like we gotta kill spider-man Okay. and it was cool because the symbiotes carry memory so that meant he now was the biggest enemy spider-man could have because and he knew who he was then right he knew who he was okay it, the they didn't show it in this movie symbiote that venom symbiote can turn invisible Ooh. it doesn't trigger his spider sense wow. like like it had a lot of cool things and it made it like the scariest villain and none of that is in the movie because there's no spider-man there's no reason to have it in the movie right and the idea of bonding they turned it into some weird like they can bond they can't bond with anybody it's got to be a specific type of person we can't figure it out and so two they had four specimens two of them die uh because they keep experimenting on homeless people and shit message and then uh the other one bonds with the fucking evil ceo dude which i'm like how the fuck did it know like well, you know, anyway it was that was just ridiculous right because um, they never established that they went out to high profile people if they did that it would have made more sense and they don't even tell you like it's um well it's because these people aren't strong enough personality wise or it's because these people's uh bodies aren't strong enough like they don't give you any reason usually the matchup you don't which is like you're trying to tell me that this is science but you're re- essentially playing fucking the match game you're just trying to get lucky right and also like you said i'm thinking of speak about when you say it was just random because you had a little girl you had an old woman like it was just random on who it connected to and who it didn't yeah um jenny slate's character is basically wasted she's a scientist lady in the Mm -hmm. movie and she's basically there to get killed at some point yep although she's gonna die yeah which is funny because she's a really funny comedian she's a pretty good actress and, and they didn't even go into any of her comedy she didn't do she didn't get to do anything no she didn't she's wearing she might as well have been a lawyer in a lab coat and everything come on this is like i'm a science person um and then the last thing i'll say um is plot wise the ending of this movie makes no fucking goddamn sense no it does not it makes no goddamn sense and especially since you can't tie it into anything else with marvel anything with spider-man the ending of this movie the motherfucking ceo dude who's the elon musk of their time or whatever says he wants to make a fucking five minute till launch times trip to space as if that's you just go to space like a car <laughs> with no crew he wants to pilot it himself and he's got a whole mission control of like 30 fucking scientists and shit in there but he's decided fuck it i'm gonna do it myself because this symbiote is taking over and i'm a i'm doing this shit and he he's like i'm gonna go up there and they're like sir you can't pilot it alone he's like i'm not alone 
oh because he got a symbiote now um and so he wants to fly up to fucking space and do this and his old motivation was humans are getting overpopulating the climate control climate change is happening so he's like we need to find a new planet because we're the real parasites message um so you have him kill a scientist in front of at least 30 40 other scientists witnesses who all escape uh well a lot of them escape he kills some more of them but a lot some of them got away and you know what sorry not not to cut you off is it me or was that the longest fucking five minutes for that rocket to go off of course yeah he sets the line i was like this is 15 minutes he sets the launch for five minutes which makes no sense um and then um they have an entire fucking fight between him and venom that last 10 minutes come on but um but then like tom hardy is playing a character eddie brock who's a famous journalist like he's in a bar at one point and guy goes aren't you eddie brock he's like i used to be so he's famous enough for people to recognize him on the street Mm -hmm. he leads the entire city on a manhunt where he's beating up police officers left and right in and out of mass breaking and entering being violent towards people and all these cameras and shit catch it the end of the movie he's just chilling on the doorstep stoop with his nobody recognizes him nobody there's no police report don't nobody even call him in to question him right his ex-fiance is just kind of like yep it's cool like like you know he just goes back to being eddie brock and he's at the end he's going to interview cletus cassidy at um uh at the at the prison where he's at for some reason to try to help find the other bodies of his victims or something and it's just like why did you how do you just get to go back to normal life after this it had no impact on anything come on like that's the thing that the marvel movies were so smart about because like the end of iron man one they made a decision if all this shit happened to a guy like tony stark he would have to tell y'all i'm iron man to end that movie because none no one believes in this much coincidence around any one person and here we go this sony movie goes back to normal and it's almost like they wrote the movie so isolated away from spider-man and the rest of the marvel shit that they probably felt like okay we won't step on any toes we won't piss anybody off it's like the movie never happened nobody knows about this incident and it's not tied to anything so if y'all don't want to use this cool if y'all do cool we can make a sequel that's also isolated to this one world this one city and it's kind of some ridiculous bullshit Mm -hmm. and the city was like san francisco instead of new york which i know they had to do that because they was like we can't have this in the same city as spider-man if we can't have spider-man in the fucking movie correct so yeah those are the things that stuck out to me for the negatives i can't think if there's anything else uh also it's a little long for the plot to be so straightforward i guess it is like for the plot to be that straightforward you either can cut 10 15 minutes out the front of the shit or Mm -hmm. you need to add 15 minutes to explain some of these like motivations of some of these characters who just seem to go from like uh well i just want to test the symbiotes i'll take it over the world now bitch we're gonna kill everybody I'm like what there was no conversation nothing you just immediately ready to take over the world okay and uh, um how long was this movie 153 ah uh, yeah about 90 minutes should have been enough also why the how the fuck did everybody know to go to the rocket launch at the end it just makes it makes no sense ah. like tom hardy's like we must stop riot or whatever you know him and venom 
and because he got tortured but they don't know that he's gonna be taken off with the rocket that night they get there the and then like michelle williams is running in high heels the opposite way of the scientists and shit to get to the uh to the control room to try to stop something figures out how to control the sound system from inside there okay uh but but the point being like it just didn't make any sense that any of those characters would understand how dire that moment was because they weren't there when resume went crazy and killed everybody and took the ship up so just a ridiculous movie all right uh zero to five i will give it a smooth three because i had a good time yeah so i would give this movie probably about a huh you know what it's a bad movie i'll give it a one um and i'm not saying i had a bad time or any of that shit i just think i walked in expecting a terrible movie i got a terrible movie um and you know i'm bumping up to a two i got a terrible movie that was not as terrible as i thought it would be same but not it's still nowhere like if marvel put some shit out like this nigga oh i would be highly upset yeah but i wasn't expecting a whole lot from them right but still if marvel put something out like this there would be no like let's give it credit for trying it would be like Mm -mm. zero out of zero if dc put something out like this we'd be like typical dc always fucking up so uh somehow sony uh uh before we leave what you mccall was in this the old man ron cephas jones from this is us no um who does who does the uh who does the spots in all the marvel movies uh oh stan lee he had a great cameo yes yeah I, yeah one of his best cameos i like that sorry not yeah because i was thinking about that i don't know why that didn't cross my mind before yeah and he said something to venom that made it sound like to tom hardy made it sound like he knew he had a parasite in him oh uh, thanks for stopping me back down to one back down to one <laughs> um the fucking scene with the shopkeeper at the end this is the shit i'm talking about that pisses me off so the shopkeeper that the asian lady whose fucking thing you know 7-eleven keeps going to and shit bodega um she gets basically robbed in front of him earlier in the film uh and extorted for protection money with a gun to her face and everything and of course that's before he has superpowers so he doesn't do anything then he sees it again but now he has superpowers he has a symbiote inside of him okay number one why the fuck does the dude pull the gun on the old lady again like what what the fuck you pulled a gun last time is that part of the routine too every week you pull the gun on her anyway so he's, he's trying to rob her and then venom like gives like you may have seen this in a trailer or something but he gives like this speech to him like you will never step in the shop again uh and he says some he's like oh we will eat your arms and we will eat your legs and then we will eat your face and then you will be a f- armless legless faceless turd rolling down the street and i'm like none of this sounds like remotely as scary as you look who wrote this speech the writing for this and the dialogue for this atrocious now, now that you know what that i have to agree with now since you're actually thinking about it i mean even though i had a ball uh i i, I will i will drop it down a half uh because i'm thinking about so i'm gonna give it two and a half mm-hmm. uh but yeah yeah because it's like you're doing a whole lot of talking for somebody that's not gonna do shit it's the mark Wahlberg dialogue oh, approach yeah where the characters doesn't say anything 
really good or fun or memorable they they just say a lot of shit but it sounds like shit that people say in everyday life which is okay except i'm watching a movie i paid to see this i want to hear things i'm going to remember later and instead you're saying shit like you know um uh oh god shit what the hell you know the whole movie i'm just like what what's happening right now why aren't you like say or do something cool and so i thought that the writing was just shitty man like it like at one point i remember thinking to myself in the movie i think it was when he was in the back seat and they were supposed to be going to the hospital after he killed a bunch of people in front of his ex or beat up a bunch of people in front of his ex-fiance who still somehow without getting an apology was 100 percent there to support this nigga Mm -hmm. i guess that's love now anyway um when he was in the back seat the dialogue was shitty it was just really fucking bad um like the only time the dialogue was fun was when venom the symbiote was talking to him in his brain that's it that's the only good lines in the movie agreed um so anyway that was kind of that kind of sucked ass so yeah i would give it a two like it's not a good movie it's better than i think it's better than what you will be hearing no other company could put this out and get props for it uh right we would shit on it um so that's my ranking uh we have no comments to cover so that's the end of the review um until next time peace peace